Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. After the last couple of years, optimism, I think, um, was in short supply. And yet, Optimism isn't merely about looking at the bright side of things, which is, I think, the thing that people think of most immediately if they use the word optimism. I think more truly, it is about being willing to act even when the way forward isn't clear. And it's often stepping forward into what are truly unknown spaces and trusting simply because a part of you knows, knows that there is more for you. Mm-hmm. And my guest today really knows this intimately. So she will inspire you and I invite you to stay tuned. I'm Laurie Seymour, welcoming you to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm CEO and founder of the Baca Institute, which is home of the Inner Guidance Mastery Blueprint. Head there to discover your quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection quiz. I design this because each of us are really designed to connect with source differently in our own unique way. And knowing your own style, your own way of doing that is the first step of aligning with your inner guidance at a level that you probably haven't really known or believed that you could. It's the secret to creating more of what you truly want in life. So my guest today is Sabrina Victoria. From a struggling single mom to escaping a 13-year narcissistic abusive relationship, Sabrina's tenacity and optimistic spirit have inspired people worldwide and helped people break through and discover their untapped talents and immense potential. And you know, that's why I was drawn to her. Anybody that's that's looking at people's potential is, you know, it's like, I want to talk to you. She is the creator and CEO of Human Better 365, a human transformation company. She's also the creator of Her Version podcast. I've been a guest on her podcast and founder of the Sober Society Community. Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio's Sabrina Victoria. <laughs> Oops, you're muted. <laughs> Sorry about that. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And I'm excited to be with you. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I love the phrase because I and I haven't heard this phrase before. Human Transformation Company. What are we transforming from and what are we transforming into? Ooh, you know what? I absolutely love that. To me, I feel as if the word human is such, uh, has so many levels to it. There's so many different kinds of people um, here on the planet. And I believe that to be human is one of the most powerful things or the most powerful thing on the planet. And so many individuals 
aren't taking that seriously. They're kind of just drifting in and out of consciousness. They're almost, um, you know, there's no um, real tenacity. There's no real goals or focus. All of the things that humans are capable of doing, all of the things that humans love to naturally do. I feel like a lot of individuals are just kind of just floating around just aimlessly. So my idea of human transformation is to take the word human and up-level it to what it actually is, which is a powerful being. And I think that the way of doing that is to take us from where we are, wherever that is, because we're all on our own journey, Mm -hmm. and to allow that individual to peel back all the layers of the situations that they have been in in their life, to give them new learnings, to open their eyes, to have them become more self-aware of who they are and how they work in and amongst the world or their community more so than they ever have before, and really allow them to recognize what they're truly capable of. That's to me is human transformation. Wow. You know, and as you were first speaking, I thought, well, what choice do we have but to be human? And and you are, and maybe that's something you can speak to is, is you mentioned not being conscious, drifting through life. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, yes, all human. However, we're not all living up to the potential of what the definition of how powerful a human can be mm. mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, as you, this is something you, I've seen you speak about, um, as as you redefine what it means to be human, because I think that's part of what your your whole platform is about. Yeah. What do you mean by that? To redefine what it means to be human? Mm-hmm. Oof. To redefine what it means to be human, just to take it to the next level, to next level it. Um, what are the possibilities What are your what ifs? What is the complacency that you are sitting in right now in contentment um, versus striving for the greatness, striving for the dream, striving for the passion, the desires that are inside of you that you're kind of pushing down because of fear or nervousness, or you're scared of what your mother will say or what your ex will say, and never really stepping into that story or that journey or that power that is ultimately there. You know, one of the things that I talk about all the time is... I don't know about you and I don't know about every human on the earth, but so many individuals that I have met have explained to me this bubbling up, this like percolation within their inner soul of knowing that they're capable of doing more than what they are currently doing. Mm -hmm. They just know it. They can feel it. They're looking around and they're thinking, 
this is not my life. Yeah. This is not where or what I'm supposed to be doing. There's more. Yeah. So when, so when I said that in the beginning, that was, that was spot on, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how was that for you? I mean, in other words, your, your story is one that you've been on quite a journey in your life. You have been willing to step out of and and maybe kicking and screaming. I I don't know, because we haven't talked about this, but in some way, um, your focus on potential, your focus on those untapped talents, you know, how did you tap into your own? You know, I've always, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, my parents were converted the cliche way of someone knocking on someone on their door, literally someone knocked on their door. Um, so by the time I was five years old, my entire family was completely immersed into that religion. And it's a fairly strict black and white religion. There isn't Mm -hmm. a whole lot of gray area. And I always found myself questioning everything. I always found myself super curious about all the things, all of the rules, all of the um, ways of living. And every single time I would speak up, there was always some sort of ramification, nothing crazy, Mm. but just some sort of a hush, hush. What are you talking about? Close your mouth. Um, Okay. Some way of putting you under the covers. Yeah, exactly. So I was dealing with this probably from the age of 12 until I wound up leaving. Um, But the biggest turning point was when I was 20, I wound up getting pregnant when I was 20 years old. And um I wasn't married. That's the kicker there. And because I'm not of, a rule follower. Yeah. So because of that, um, Jehovah's Witnesses have what's called disfellowshipping, which is where everything that you have ever known, including your immediate family, um, it completely disowns you. So when I say disowns or disfellowships, meaning I shouldn't say disown, it's disfellowshipping, um, where they cut off all communication. So like the gray, like if you've ever heard of narcissism, like you're supposed to do like gray stoning or gray walling, um, it's that times 10. So like absolutely no communication with anybody. And when you're Jehovah's Witness, you're told to never associate outside of the religion. So all you have is the people within your religion, if you're doing it correctly, which I was... Minus the boyfriend. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, when I left, um, I was just in complete isolation. Baby daddy wound up leaving the picture. Long story. And I just led a stereotypical single mom broke life. Just digging mm-hmm. in my cautions for 42 cents, trying to put gas in my car, a rolling balance of negative $172 in my bank account on any given day unworthiness, sinfulness, dark, sad, hopeless. Mm-hmm. And, and and the story gets even crazier than that. But back to the point, I always had this feeling inside of me from like the age of 12. This is not my life. 
I'm supposed to be doing something different. I am supposed to be doing something bigger. I am supposed to be doing something louder than whatever this is. Mm-hmm. How did you hold on to that? How did you hold on to that light in the face of what sounds pretty awful? Uh, to be honest, I don't even know. However, I can say that I'm extremely grateful for it because the story could be perceived as having gotten worse. I wound up meeting um, a man a year or two into my single mom journey who had money. Mm -hmm. And I thought that he was given to me by God, despite all of the red flags that he had. Um, And I fell for all of his manipulation not knowing it was manipulation. I was just naive again, just not knowing and just so desperate, just desperate for attention, desperate for affection. And I wound up just kind of following this guy, like a little puppy dog. I I gave up my place, which I couldn't really afford at the time. Anyways, he graciously let me into his place. Everything that was that happened was perceived as a gift. Mm -hmm. So here, come into my place. Let me save you Um, here. You know, why work your own job? Why not work for my job? We can build an empire together. Don't worry about paying your phone bill, close that off and come onto my phone bill. I'll pay for it. You know, so like just these things over a course of time just started happening where looking back, he gained more and more control over my life, mm-hmm. who I was talking to, where I was going. And again, in complete isolation, um, the verbal abuse and mental abuse, sexual abuse, financial abuse got worse and worse and worse. And I remember just sitting sometimes, just kind of zoning out sometimes in this world of fantasy almost. Hmm. knowing that this was temporary Mm -hmm. sitting in the car with him screaming at me telling me that I'm dumb or or an idiot or I don't know anything or I should be grateful because he pulled me out of the ghetto or I'm trash I would just sit and I'm like I know that this is not my life Mm -hmm. this is not where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing. And it took a really, really, really long time because of the verbal abuse happening. Mm-hmm. Then there's like cognitive dissonance between like what my body is feeling and what's actually being told to Absolutely. me on the external. Yeah. So it got really hard. However, eight years into the relationship, I finally hit like a breaking point after probably a hundred breaking points. Um, But I was on the floor in the bathroom, in the dark, bawling my eyes out, literally having a complete breakdown for anyone who has been in a very harsh narcissistic relationship. They know what this looks like. It's Mm -hmm. like pouring out your soul onto the ground. Just everything you have in you just being vomited onto the ground you this literally just feel like you're dying you have no control complete helplessness and in that 
state of just total despair, I pulled out my phone through my fogged eyes because of all the tears. And I still remember this. I was on the floor coiled up and I was on like this. And I Googled, why is my boyfriend bullying me? And the very first two or three things I read, I stopped crying immediately. Mm. I sat up in the dark and I'm staring at my phone and I'm like, wait, what is going on? The entire world of narcissistic abuse just hit me right in the face. Toxic relationships, Mm -hmm. codependency, high empathetic vibes, and this whole world that I never heard of before. Mm -hmm. I dove headfirst into all of the things. And then finally, that bubbling up, that excitement, that like burning desire that I had inside of me started to like show a face. Mm, mm, yeah. And, it, you know, that dissonance that you talked about of inner and outer somewhere. Okay. It, it's something that I've been thinking a lot about is the willingness, our willingness to be grateful for things, even horrific sounding things in the moment, not in retrospect. I mean, that's easier. But the the willingness to say, oh, this is for me. And it's for me in the sense of, okay, maybe I've been really hard headed. And it's taking this for me to really trust the inside, this this inside that has been bubbling. It's been on simmer for how many years? And then somewhere you had to turn to that. You had to make the distinction between the that external, which was saying one thing, yeah. and the internal that was saying something so different that had the grace and the love that could offer you a different path forward. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so in bringing you then forward into, so as you started creating really your work and what you are here to do. What is it that you feel like is the, mm, the core message? Community. Everything that I do revolves around humans building community. I think that one of the reasons I was in the situation that I was in for so long is because of the lack of people being able to bounce ideas off of, being able to ask simple questions like, is this normal? Mm. There were so many times in my relationship where I would be like on the floor against a wall in a corner and be getting screamed at like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. And I would be bawling my eyes out. And instead of being like, whoa, 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 this is unacceptable. My first thought was, is this normal? Hmm. Like, is this what wives do? Is this what girlfriends do? Because I had no idea what it was supposed to look like. I didn't know that it was bad or wrong or not acceptable. So building community, speaking to women like you, you were on my podcast like last week. Mm -hmm. 
I believe that you know things that I don't know. And I know things that you don't know. And the only way that humans can continue to rise is if you share with me your stuff and then I share with you my stuff. And when we're both able to take that little block, we're both able to take a step up. But the only mm-hmm. way that we can do that is if there's masses amounts of community that are on the same exact wavelength, on the same exact mission, and who understand the importance of sharing stories, giving advice regarding how we have lived our journey, Right. Mm-hmm. And um, being cheerleaders and being supportive and asking hard questions mm. and really allowing people to heal at their own pace and have patience and remind individuals that, yes, yes, all of the things, yes, all of the bad things. And there's some good things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, Sabrina, I'm struck with, you know, in, in your description of your early years, how alone you were. I mean, that your community had to be focused on being Jehovah's Witness. And then within that, it was only, it wasn't a, mm, hey, let's explore life. It was, this is how things are, period. Yeah. yeah. And then when you went, Outside of that, yeah, this little step outside, a little kind of little big, um, you that was completely pulled away from you. So any sense of community was pulled away from you. Yeah. And then with this man that that he was your focus, mm-hmm. and he didn't allow that kind of expansion and exploration and curiosity and and um, openness into what was possible. Yep. Yeah. When you're in relationships like that, um, they want you to be completely isolated for that very reason. Mm -hmm. They don't want you being able to get too close to somebody close enough where you're comfortable asking is because that's when you start to question things. Mm -hmm. They want to keep you close. They don't want you having a lot of um, individuals within a close reach of you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it was, um, you know, it was difficult, mm. but, uh, Google, you know, <laughs> I dove into YouTube, mm. I dove into Google, um, and I just started absorbing any and every bit of information I could possibly grasp on confidence, power, voice, finances, because I had no money, um, mm you know, the things that I was missing, the things that were in me. Yes. That I knew were in me. Yes, yes. And they just started to blossom. So I almost started to lead this double life of this like, woe is me victim type of woman. Mm -hmm. And then this other part of me that was starting to become this powerhouse and this vibrant and this, and started to, to make money and save money in a secret account. And having to, um, 
you know, to, to live both simultaneously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a few years before I was able to escape. But just knowing just the excitement of like <laughs> soon, mm. soon, 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 soon. Mm. Yeah. And so that that victim role really was just a role. It was like an, an, an act you yeah. could play and you could do it consciously knowing that that's not who you are. Yeah. And that's where it became really powerful. One of the things that I talk about often is it's just a game. Yes. That's really all it is. So Mm -hmm. I just started to, I really started to kind of pull myself emotionally out of the story, rise, you know, looking at it as if I was in third person. Mm -hmm. And I was always looking for the learnings. That was one of the things Mm -hmm. that I really grasped early on in my personal development is, you know, they always talk about, you know, take yourself out of victim role and what are you learning? The Mm -hmm. universe is always teaching you something. And I know, and I think you kind of touched on this. It's kind of hard to do it in the thing, you know, you know, retrospectively, I think that's what you said in retrospect, it's a lot easier, but one of the things that I had to get really good at in order to not Mm -hmm. fall victim into that whole thing again, is I had to, um, constantly in the moment while I was getting verbally abused, like insanely, I had to think to myself, what is he teaching me right now? What am I learning right now? And that, that using just that little tiny little piece of advice from wherever I was getting it from at that point is truly what saved me emotionally Mm -hmm. from just falling apart constantly and not being able to withstand growing this part of me. It's, it's, it's brilliant and it's beautiful and it's so powerful and your willingness and ability to do that in the moment. It it feels like, um, you know, really your soul, your spirit being not, not being able to speak to you, speaking to you and you listening, you listening and, and that for me is so key. We're, we we so often have inner senses of things and inner inner knowing, but then we override it and we say, oh, you know, the self-doubt. Well, that's probably not true. Or maybe that's just my my want to um, believe that. But, you know, who knows? Da, 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 da. And that self-doubt just erodes our own spirit. Absolutely. And you were you were stepping out of that, even if it took you however long it took you. It's a blink of an eye if you look at it. One hundred. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And that's another thing that individuals need to recognize is going for it. It seems like infinity, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It literally is a blip. One percent you're right yeah yeah and and we can get so caught in the in the pattern of something we all have patterns we all have patterns and the willingness again to see them oh that's just a pattern which means i can create a different one I yes can of it i can choose something different yes absolutely yeah. so on your journey with your work um 
What would you say as an entrepreneur and, and working with entrepreneurs, what would you say is really crystal clear or is really important for, for people to understand? As far as being an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Ooh, a persistence. Okay. Cons- consistency. <laughs> um, and a good attitude. Mm. Yeah. You got to show up excited about your business every single day, despite the money, despite yesterday, despite fatigue, Mm -hmm. Um, showing up with excitement, optimism, um, consistently, and knowing that there's going to be stuff. There's going to be ups and downs and you have to persevere. You have to keep going. You have to get up again. You have to um, keep climbing. Let me, let me dissect that a little. Um, I'm in a place right now in my life with, with a lot of big change. And, and I'm aware that my, while my tendency, uh, my typical nature is, okay, what do I have to do? What do I have to do next? This is really a time for me to, to allow myself space. And, and we all go through those places, those places when something ends and, and there's something else that's beginning and we're in that in-between place. And that's highly creative. And if we keep pushing, we, we, we can miss that. We can, we can stay with the, oh, here's what I think I got to do. And I'm going to keep, and I said I was going to do this and I'm going to keep focused on it. I'm going to do, 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 do. Whereas maybe life is bringing in something a little different or maybe vastly different. Yeah. And in order to be present for that, we have to be present. <laughs> you know, we can't be even be on the automatic of, okay, I'm going to pick myself up and go, go, go again. Yep. 100%. And this is where personal development, doing the work is so important because if you don't know yourself, if you don't know your limits, if you don't know how your body works, if you're not in tune mentally, emotionally, physically with who you are as a person and what your body needs, if you skip over that part in the learnings, you just jump right from (laughs) being a a normal soul to entrepreneurship, it can get really hard. Mm -hmm. It can get really hard, 100%. So right there, just hearing you say that, is a very amazing indication as a client recognizing hiring someone like you as a coach would be beneficial to me because you've already done both sides of the work mm. versus linking up with a coach who is just what 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 I was just talking about mm-hmm. the whole go 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 part if you're not linking up with somebody who understands that there's a feminine and masculine side to business, Mm -hmm. the probability of your business burning out, crashing to the ground, you throwing the entire thing in the garbage, Mm -hmm. feeling just this constant roll of anxiety every single time you wake up is bound to happen. Yeah. So it's so important to make sure that 
you know, speaking to the to your audience right now, it's so important to recognize, do research and key in on the work that your coach has done personally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before hiring them um, for business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Business and life. There, there's really not a lot of distinction. I mean, in other words, how we do one thing it said is how we do everything. And I yep. really see that in, in terms of that, what we think of as a distinction between business and life. Yep. Agree. Yeah, definitely. So I don't think that there is a big difference. If you're an entrepreneur, there just isn't. (laughs) There just isn't. (laughs) Yeah. What feels like is next for you? What, what, what feels like is on the, um, the creative block and I don't mean block is in stopping point, but the, you know, like that piece that you're stepping into. Yes. You know, I was just on a walk with my fiance last night Oh, she's and, say. <laughs> and he, um, so anyways, earlier that day, or maybe it was the day before I had gotten a message, which I get messages like this all the time, but a message from somebody in my comments of one of my videos or my posts didn't necessarily agree with what I was saying. And, um, I responded back with love, grace, supportiveness, appreciation, and was proud of myself for the response. And I wound up taking a screenshot minus his name of his, his comment, and then taking a screenshot of what I had responded. And I put it up on my social media and over a hundred, hundreds of, um, uh, comments and likes or loves or whatever all over it between a few different groups and and um, my pages and reading through all of the comments of good for you Mm. good for you for showing up the way you did and I was telling my fiance about this I'm like I just felt so good Mm. seeing the response. But what was so interesting is while I was messaging him back, the power that I felt as a leader, as a woman, as somebody in the community that I'm growing, which is her nation, mm-hmm. I felt as if I I had an entire army of women behind me. Wow. Of like... We got you. Yeah. And that's something that I haven't had. Right. Right. And 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 here is this piece around community. Yes. Yeah. And so as far as what I want to do next, and I, I was talking to one of my one of the girls in my community about this today, exactly what I just told you of just this feeling of like literally imagining myself at the front and just all of these women just wide and far. And I'm like, I want that feeling for every woman. Like, I want you, Lori, to be able to envision the same thing I envisioned Mm -hmm. with the community. I want every woman that I am seeing behind me to also be me Mm -hmm. and feel that feeling of also that community. 
So trying to figure that out, trying to build out a education around what it means to be surrounded by an army of people that are there for you mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, incredibly supportive and non-judgmental and just understand humans understand empathy, understand that he has his story, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. The guy who responded to me, he has his story, right? And he was allowed to respond to my story the way he responds to my story, because he is where he is in his healing journey. Like how beautiful is that to be surrounded by so many people who were like, yes, he can. And yes, you can Mm. just Mm. so beautiful, just so beautiful. So I'm really trying to take that momentum that I felt over the last couple of days and build that out as far as what that would look like, what that would feel like um, in real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a friend who I um, had on the podcast some months back who was building a movement around women who have your back. <gasps> and it, 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 it had a different you know, flavor in a way, but it was similar in that uh, she had um, had a uh, a cancer diagnosis and had to go through surgery, and it was the the being alone versus having women who could support you. Yeah, and you know, bring you food, bring you. I mean, you know, there's the there's the the big virtual one, but then there's the physical. How can we support you in in your journey? You know, yeah. rather than you being alone. And, uh, and her, her mission was about building groups like that all over. I love it. Absolutely. And I That's see great. you doing that on, you know, on a, maybe not on the physical level, but certainly in the psychic, energetic, spiritual, physical, emotional, that sense of, wow, how can we recognize that we are part of this global human family? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you have quite a mission ahead of you. Yes. (laughs) And I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. So how can people find you? You mentioned Her Nation, if you would speak to that and anything, anywhere else that you want people to be able to find you. Yeah. So I usually um, move most people just to my, just my website, which is sabrinavictoria.com. It's easy Mm -hmm. enough. Um, And that has all the links to all of the goodness that I I do. I have several different entities Mm -hmm. that I, um, that I run and that I'm a part of and her nation is part of that. So yeah, just sabrinavictoria.com and all of the goodness that I am bringing to the world is locked on that website and say a little bit about her nation like what is it yeah yeah um well her nation uh started as a podcast mm-hmm. uh, my podcast which you've been on is called her version all based around storytelling and it's just kind of taken on a life of its own um it became so overwhelming and there were so many women, I just kind of like 
it's no longer a podcast anymore. Mm -hmm. This is an actual nation that we are slowly forming. So I took the initiative to go off and see if I could find a place for us to be. And I got the uh, domain name, hernation.life. And the um, Facebook domain is hernation.life. And it's all about just um, a place for women to be able to speak their story and a place for people to be able to find, for women to be able to find support. So we run um, support groups called Her Space. Um, I run a mastermind uh, for females called Her Mastermind, uh, female entrepreneurs. Um, Today is our book club debut. So it's our first uh, volunteer run. Uh, book club that's coming out of that same community. It's being run by four of my very favorite ladies that are in that community. They started out with me in the very beginning and we're growing out from there. There's a bunch of a million ideas that I have, but you know, <laughs> one thing at a time. Or maybe and, three or four at a time. <laughs> yeah. I know you. Um, but it's, uh, it's awesome. It's really exciting. Um, the, the Facebook group that I run is extremely active and it's all just, um, you know, powerful women who are coming together and supporting each other. Mm, great. And I know by the time, from the time that we record this to the time that this actually comes out, you will have probably some new things uh, available on your website that, you know, maybe you just have a glimmer about right now. Yes. Yes. That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina, Victoria. You have shined the light in some ways that are truly, I, I, I want to say unique, not unique to you as in there, not to anyone else, but your own way of giving voice to this is unique to you. And I so value that. Thank you. And thanks for being with us today here at Wisdom Talk Radio to our audience. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And you can find us anywhere you listen to um, podcasts. We are now on YouTube as well, which is great. So you get to see Sabrina's beauty in flesh, in in physical form. Uh, And if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review. Because when you leave a review, that's what helps other people discover this kind of wisdom and illumination. It's what helps the transformation of the world. And we are definitely all about that. And for more about deepening your connection with your inner guidance, take the Quantum Connection Quiz now. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. Facebook.